There's a, there's a couple bad habits here. Here we go, uh, up at uh, Deer Camp 2017 up here in uh, Rangeley, Maine. I don't know. I, in, in the simplest terms, it's it's meat in the freezer. Clean meat in the freezer for the family. You see there aren't a lot of deer. They're hard to find. You see trails, kids, Why we're up here, I mean, adventure. You get, see her, get her ass kicked a little bit. A little suffering. Good for the soul. I don't know. How deep did you want to get with that answer? That's about That's about all I got right now. It's the challenge. Beautiful spot. Oh. Sounds beautiful. What, you what do you miss? We <laughs> Oh, yeah, at least, at least, yeah, and it's 50, 60 acres of swamp. It's at there. least 15 feet deep, water-wise, all the way across. So if you don't scared, have, if you do not have 15-foot-tall boots. <laughs> hey, he's got a couple bad knees or something. I don't know what's wrong with him, but. <laughs> you see the he goes to, he goes to hop across this thing. I see the place that Neither I one of his knees work. You see the backwoods civilized, and I see freedom and peace of mind. Goes goes to put his arm back and hit the other shore, misses the other shore, drops right down four feet deep. He's up to his shoulder. He's up to his shoulder. His whole, both legs are in the water. I'm just staring there with two guns in my hand, no idea what to do. Do I grab him? Do I drop the guns? Do I save him? Is he gonna drown? I don't know. And I fucking sent it right into the stream. Hey guys, this is Justin with the Rutstalker Podcast. Uh, today uh, we have a podcast coming at you from uh, John Petrick up on the North Shore in Massachusetts. Um, he gave me a couple hours to have a conversation with him before the season even started. Um, so we're we're taking it back a bit, but it should be uh, super helpful for you if you're interested in learning a little bit about how he operates. I know he had a, a heck of a season this year, so congratulations to him, and I uh, hope you enjoy. All right. Um... Uh, first, I'm John Petrick, originally born in Pennsylvania, living in Massachusetts now. Started out hunting down there, went to deer camp with my father, you know, uh, had the jobs posting the roads and everything and had to do all the pushes. They didn't even give us a gun for crying out loud, you know. But, um, you know, pretty much down there was any legal deer you see, you kill it. That's the way I was taught to be a killer kill everything and that's pretty much what I did for a long time it was good I don't quite do it as much now it does get a little boring uh, but I've learned a lot of things watching deer versus shooting them uh, I killed a nice buck that uh, one up there on the wall on the wood plaque probably my senior year in high school that was my biggest at the time he was 205 pounds but other than that, I got a pile of spikes and floor corns and. <laughs> I know. I, I should take a picture before I leave. If you walk in here, it's yeah. like a. Well, to me, it was like a museum. I don't come into too many houses with this many big racks on the wall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh, so I moved up here in 2000, 2001, around then, and actually I didn't don't think I hunted that year. I ended up picking up a job at a place, and I was looking around places to hunt, and everyone's like, "Well, you got to go to." to Maine or New Hampshire to hunt and you know I was driving around it's a bunch of you know yards and you know <laughs> urban areas and geez, <laughs> good habitat yeah exactly yeah. but it's you know you never would think to to hunt around here and you know I come from cornfields and farms and stuff now now I come into this and and uh, one of the guys that works there he said hey 
He's like, you know, uh, I hunt here. He's like, why don't, you, why don't you hunt with me? So I said, okay, sounds good. And I was all excited, you know. Geez, oh, I get to hunt here right, right at work? Yeah, okay. You know, and uh, sure enough, I started shooting deer there right at work, you know. And, 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 and that guy, Glenn, he, he got me uh, really into sitting long hours, um, you know, wait, waiting for bucks. Uh, try, I killed a lot of small deer on that guy. I feel really bad, but I'm glad he put up with me. Um, and I remember one year I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to prove it to him. He's always kills these big deer. He sits and waits and he does all this stuff. And man, I got, I got to, I got to try, you know, at least. And I, I, I passed a couple bucks up and then one muzzleloader season, I was, I was waiting, waiting. Sure enough, here comes, here comes eight pointer. It wasn't that big, you know, it was probably a 116 inch, something like that. But, you know, to me, that was probably, oh, that was, you know, oh, yeah, there it is. I waited. Yeah, bang, you know. And, oh, geez, it felt so good. And, you know, and the next year it just progressed and progressed and progressed. And the, the best thing for me was uh, getting a video camera. Yeah. little tiny. Uh, I started out with a little Sony with a tape and zzz, making all kinds of noise. And the deer would look up. And, but uh, I got a little tiny Canon now. And just being able to film the deer, watch them work the property, see how they move through the woods. Um you know, I learned way more from watching them than, than, you know. That's all you attribute that to filming? Just kind of yeah. be able to go back and watch? Yep, back, watch, see how they're, like, how how that deer, instead of killing it, because I could have killed you right here, and you know, I'll take a picture, and yeah, I would have had you. And um, But filming a deer, watching it, just seeing it be a deer it can teach you a million times more than any hunting show or, or a person telling you what to do. That, that deer is the best teacher you ever got. Um, you know, and depending on the age class of that deer, what, what it's doing, you know, is it, is it a yearling? It doesn't quite know it's coming up, sniffing your tree and looking around and, you know, you're dropping acorns on its head and, you know, versus a deer that comes in kind of sketched out and, and leaves real quick. And well, what did I do wrong there? You know, did I approach the stand wrong? Did he come in where I, you know, did he smell where I walked in? Did, you know, did I cut a branch over there? Did I... You know what happened? You know, even in your failures, you you got to like analyze in sports. So that, you kind of go back and same thing. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, just progressed from that, and uh, I just started picking up some properties. Uh, a lot of the places uh, I own a landscaping business. A lot of the places I pretty much won't work at your house unless you have beer. Uh, <laughs> so that helps. <laughs> that does help. <laughs> you scout, um, scout your business. <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of them get a lot of price breaks, which is, <laughs> you know, yep. but uh, all depending on what, what's around. You know? yeah. Well, geez, if you had better deer, you, you, you might pay less. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's, you know, I just started picking up some properties. A lot of the properties I've been working at. Um, I showed you some pictures of those food plots and stuff. Yeah. Uh, getting into that stuff. Uh, property. Uh, maintenance and uh, actually trying to turn a property to to hold deer um there's a big push in the last like five years you know the food plot industry is huge now crazy it's like there used to be i mean what was it i don't know you know like three seed companies now there's what hundred thousand yep um it's fine I'm, it's it, ridiculous yeah in the la- i mean it must be the last 10 years i'll say but but i remember you know I had my VHS tapes, you know, that I used to watch, and now you get the DVDs. Now, as soon as it went DVD, it went crazy, you know, oh, hunting DVDs. You know, I think I think we all have a, you know, a, a bin or two in the basement that's <laughs> collecting dust now. But, um, you know, just – but anyway, uh, manipulating properties, trying to make them better. Uh, I have a lot now. I just actually pulled a card today. Um, 
where my wife's going to be hunting and there's a nice eight point buck there i seen him three years in a row now and he's he's getting good size and i, I sent her a little six point she's like nah i think i want to shoot one bigger i'm like oh you gotta <laughs> your first deer you want she's like no i want a big one all right all yeah, right she's spoiled already yeah i guess so yeah she yeah. can't really well, <laughs> sure <laughs> it's tough when you walk in yeah here and, yeah yeah but don't get me wrong i mean i mean i love to see uh people harvest deer it doesn't matter to me if you're you know um shooting a legal deer that's your prerogative you know it's um i like to try to teach qdma to people and 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 show them you know a lot of these deer you know a couple of those up there i'd seen for four years would i have shot them if i had the chance four years ago maybe i don't know you know but but now look at them here and if you, if you can kind of protect deer on your property or, or kind of you know if you're starting to see that yeah i see a buck sequential years and it seems to be able to live without getting shot and you know why not you know and all right so what's your take because i'm 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 that's a really kind of interesting topic because and i was actually um talking to a guy yesterday about this if you're if you're seeing deer because i know a lot of people in massachusetts and i i mean i've, I've had these conversations with people where i'm like you know, uh, last year I took a really nice seven pointer and yep. I think his brother, um, was, was, I, I had seen him and I was kind of, I, I didn't want to shoot him at that point. And I'm telling a guy, you know, I'm telling another guy that, and he, that was his, his target deer. So the argument there is in mass when you're so confined and there's so much pressure, yep. um, you know, like, if you, you let it go, you let it, it go, it's going to be dead. Is it, dead? Is it you know, dead right. walking so, so, already? So or? back to the, coming from Pennsylvania, yeah. I'll tell you, there's a lot of deer, down there but i mean they're they're spread out um some properties you know it's it's just i'm going down there probably october 15 something like that i'll go down there i'll probably kill a legal deer that walks out the meat's gonna go to um my mentor's family and stuff and like they they live on it you know what i mean they actually use them use the meat you know it's um but that's the way I was taught down there. That's the way they hunt down there. So that's the way I changed my tactics. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I probably won't shoot a little yearling or something like that, but you know, but, uh, versus up here, like I said, if, if you know your property, if you know, um, you know, I got a couple bucks that I've been after three, four years now, um, that I haven't killed. And if I know that they, they, they know this way better than we do. Um, the deer will change up things. It's, it's, it's like their house, you know, and they, they, they know the back door. If, the, if someone comes in the front door, they, they go out the back. They don't go by him. To, you know, it's, they, they change things up. They, they can move around at night. People don't think about that. They think, oh, well, the deer, they're just there during the day. They don't think when you go to bed, that's when the deer wake up, man. That's their time. They walk right down the roads. They go through towns. They swim rivers. They they'll go across bridges. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. You ever drive around two o'clock in the morning during, in November and you will see some deer moving around? It's insane. But uh, uh, the the whole thing, I, I would say, if you shoot that deer, it most definitely <laughs> is not going to be around next year. Yeah. So there's always a chance. Yes, I've had neighbors come and say, "Oh, look at this deer. It's." You know, I'm like, huh, yeah, hold on. I got six sheds and a, yeah. and uh 3,000 trail cam pictures of that. And he goes, oh, yeah, all right. But um, they know how to survive. Exactly. So how, how big are the properties? I mean, in these areas? Um, so they range from, man, I have some that are just quarter acre. Little, yeah. Little tiny places. 
Um, that the deer, but I, I like those little tiny places because the deer almost have to filter through. If they're coming through during the day, they're not going to run down the road. They're going to come right back through here, yeah. you know, and seek, sneak in between the houses and this and that. Um, we have a tough time with the 500-foot law. Right, yeah. Um, but there's ways. I mean, I do a lot of tree dropping. Uh, I'll drop pine trees and stuff so that they kind of have to go around uh, and, and pinpoint into where I want them to go. Um, Stuff like that. Uh, plant food plots in the middle of the strip, so they're going to try and come up and, and use that food. Um, just any way I can manipulate them the best that I can. A lot of times they just go around what I do. but. And when you say you're planting food plots, these these aren't actually, I mean, they're not properties you own. They're properties that That's you have correct. permission yep. on. And yep. So how do you go about having that conversation with? Uh, so pretty much uh, landowners and stuff, a lot of the places I do get permission is for shed hunting. I start out there. Because no one knows what well, you're doing. What you're shed hunting? Yeah. But I bring an antler along and say, you know, hey, you know, this is what they do. They drop off every year. I, I go look for them. They go, oh, well, that's cool. They either one think it's great, or two go to the garage and show me the pile that he picks up in his front yard. You know, every year. Um, but uh, usually that's a good icebreaker. You're not asking to kill deer on their property. You're asking to learn about deer on their property. Once they get the feeling that, oh, you know, this guy's really into this, you know, um, you know, we'll send him a Christmas card. I always got deer in my Christmas card. They got, you know, and I'll, I'll friend them on Facebook. They see I'm really into the habitat and management of deer and, um, you know, so you I'm not, paint, paint them the whole picture, paint them the whole yeah. picture. And, and, and a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of anti hunters will turn. I mean, it's, it's hard and sometimes they don't agree with it. Um, but it, a lot of people really say, man, this guy really cares about deer. He's not just out to kill everything. You know, which when I started hunting, that was it. I mean, oh, yeah, I want, I want to kill all those deer there, you know, until you get the people with the Lyme disease, and then they want them all dead. But that's a different problem because then you, you're out there trying to trophy hunt one, and they want all the does done. And, yeah. you know, I saw five does walk underneath the stand, and you didn't shoot them. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, were, you you have a property just like that, right? That's how you got the property. Yes, there's, there's a couple of them that I do. I mean, I take a bunch of does every year, and, yeah. and uh, if they're requesting that, then I will – do that i mean it's to, to hold the property and you know do what you gotta you gotta do what they want to right, i mean right, it can't right. just all be like well you know it's their property yeah. you know <laughs> but but yeah but it, it turns into thing and, and then i'll I'll tell them you know yeah i like to change the habitat a little bit you know and and the trail cams i run a ton of trail cams um people love seeing the pictures they don't realize what they have on their property um if I have a giant, I probably won't show them that because then they, you know, they show their tell, uncle and their the cousin, yeah. and then there's there's nine brothers knocking on the door saying, oh, "I want to hang a stand," yeah. you know. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's, we can it, edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> we, but whatever, it's all good. I, I try not to hide anything. I mean, people, you know. Um, but it's you know improving the land. It, it's cool making a better habitat for the deer, uh, where instead of cruising through the place, they might hang up in there. Um, or, or stopping in for a quite quick bite before they're going, you know, down the road into a cornfield. Or, you know, just slowing them up a little bit. Or bringing them out a little bit earlier. Or, you know, something like that. Just trying to change it a little bit. But sometimes this takes years. i got properties that I've been working on two, three, five years. Now it's starting to show some fruit and it's good, you know. Um, but, yeah, people are pretty pretty into it you yeah. know but you just uh, gotta build build the portfolio that's right you that's off. right yeah. you can't just say hey kid let me come kill your deer yeah. you know oh, I, I hear i mean that's that's another thing as, as you know in, in all the pro problems that we face as a as a conglomerate of hunters i mean the, the permission aspect especially in massachusetts yeah. is like 
I mean, I know there's, there's different states around the country, but Mass is just so darn – the eastern side of the state is so congested. That right. That was my biggest thing when I, when I first moved here is finding spots, even spots within, you know, legal shooting distance, right, 500 right. feet. It was yep. super, super tough. And a lot of times, uh, you know, like I'll have permission on a small property, but it abuts something bigger. Right. You know, um, I do hunt eh, – I don't know. I want to say 60% public land. I do have a lot of private spots, but a lot of the private spots back up to a bunch of public land, um, thus getting me easy entrance into them versus having to park at the parking lot and you can't park on the roads and, you know, where everyone else goes. And then they kind of filter out and they push everything, you know, <laughs> right into that side. But it's, um, you know, there's some, there's some like that. I do hunt some big tracts of land, uh, not anything substantial though nothing nothing crazy you know western mass woods that's that's foreign to me you know it's even in pennsylvania i mean we had we had a 15 acre farm you know it wasn't wasn't big you know there's a 180 acre clip of woods you know caddy corner um that's where all the good ones hang out i think the guys at least that now uh shot like 150 inch deer the last 10 years in a row or something that's where they're all coming from but um you know it's it's, it's a little bit of a mix, but nothing huge, you know. Uh, a lot of these deer are all, you know, they're backyard bucks, man. It's, it's you know, a lot of them I have trouble, too, with, with people feeding them and stuff. Um, you know, it's their pet, you know, and I, I, run, I run into that sometimes, too, and it's, it's, it's tough. But um, And this is all, so I don't know if we go to Pennsylvania, it's different, but you're all, are you hunting with a bow up here Yeah, so time? pretty much um, – a lot of these spaces, especially the private properties that I hunt, um, they're requested to be archery only. Uh, a lot, like we said, there's a lot of anti-hunters. There's a lot of uh, unhappy neighbors when they find out you're killing Bambi because they don't really, you know, I haven't had that talk with them yet. You know, I haven't had a chance to the shine in front of them. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, some places I've, you know, I've shot legal deer with gun and everything and, and you know, the, the you know, EPO's sitting there waiting for me at my truck, and what do you do? Well, let's go take a walk, all right. You know, a lot of those spots, and, and, and sometimes it's just easier to take the bow. <sighs> Shooting with the bow is way more fun for me. Um, I feel more accomplished. Um, it's something I really have to work at, a lot of practice, um, keeping your equipment tuned up, all that stuff, versus sighting in a gun, shooting it. It's fun and all. To tell you the truth, I'm not a great shot with a gun. <laughs> Um, I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah, I'm more confident um, with the bow. Yeah, the bow just seems more in tune with my body. I, I, I think, um, but to reach out and touch stuff, yeah, you're gonna need that shotgun, or you need because uh, from Pennsylvania, I come from high power land. You know, 30.06s, 270s, and now I come up here and they're like, oh, you, you gotta use a shotgun. Yeah, I'm like, oh, what? Uh, oh, all right. But now you know, now I'm in the world of rifle barrels, and you know, it's ah, it's just as good. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's. Mostly, I'm shooting a bow um, pretty much all through the season. Um, if I go out muzzleloader season, I'll probably bring it with me. Um, I'll bring both weapons with me if something's way out. Um, the one in, what year was that? 2013, I think, the 10 point in the middle there. He was, I got him with a muzzleloader, uh, had the bow with me, but he was out 80 yards. First time I ever Couldn't seen him in him. daylight yeah. for four years. <laughs> Not gonna let him go. <laughs> no, I picked that gun up and shot him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, there was yeah. that we had we had uh, you know two feet of snow and you know, nope. 
that, too perfect. Nope, nope yeah. that happened. So, but uh, you know, that was a. What do you do? Yeah. Um, the half rack one there. I had I had both weapons with me. The, the night before he came in at 50 yards, I seen he had a half rack. I said, ah, "Geez, I could pop him right now." I'm like, "I'm not going to shoot a half rack with a with a muzzle loader, but I'll take him with a bow." I waited. I didn't get an opportunity. I had him at 50 yards, you know, but you know, through the brush, and I could have shot him easy with the, with the muzzle loader, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take him with a bow. I had a couple trail cam pictures of him, but it's only from the side. I didn't know he's broke off on, halfway. Yeah. yeah. Getting close to the end of the season. All right. But, uh, you know, and then, and then I ended up going in the next day, uh, hunting half the day right where I was before. Uh, and then frost melted off and snuck up and he ended up coming. I mean, I seen him around noon. He got up, a dog had chased him out of his bed, but then he bedded down the rest of the afternoon staring at me at 70 yards. I couldn't move. It was, it was torture, but he ended up some does come down behind me. He ended up getting up grunting and just kind of working. He walked right underneath me, right underneath my, right behind me. I I shouldn't have been able to kill him. I, I, I ended up, Turning around, I, I look down. Where is he? Where is he? The tree slants. He was looking right up at me. I'm like, oh, it's over. It is over. Thank goodness those does were down in there. He, all right, whatever. He went that way, and I put one in him. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's uh, way more accomplishment shooting him with a bow. Right. It's, 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 it's way better rush, too. I mean, it's just that yeah. that feeling, that, that craziness, that, like, what just happened or – you know, and, and and the lows are way lower, too. You hit a twig, you hit a branch, you, you, you know, it, oh, man, like, oh, what did I just do? And But it's, you know, it's it, you, you take the good with the bad, you know? Um, so so walk me through, I mean, we've kind of got a good background on it now, and, and you're you're hunting mostly this kind of area in Mass, just the, the northeastern corner of Mass. Yep. So the pile of antlers in front of us, these are yep. your, your target bucks. Yeah, those are the ones that I hope to find this year, run into, or or at least keep tabs on, that I hope they're going to stay. You know, each one's got a, you know, a story to it. Each one's got a, you know, it's got a home, yep. and, and, I, and I hope to match it up with, with one on stuck on its head. It's a um, pile of motivation in front of you every day. Yeah. So so walk, walk me through. I mean, one of the things, like when I walked into the house here the first time um, – you know, go from, uh, go from kind of how you, okay. So you, you, you first find this, but a, how do you find the buck? Yep. And then walk through kind of your process. Once you find one that you, you, you know, you know, you okay. want to hunt. Um, so pretty much it's changed up. I've done a lot more shed hunting the last couple of years. Um, I changed jobs. I ended up, uh, running my own company now. Uh, I used to work for a place for 15 years and, or 14, something like that. And, um, now that I actually run my own company, uh, solely that's, that's all I do. I get a lot of time off in the winter and it's nothing but deer. But anyways, I'll, I'll, uh, take inventory on the deer. You know, I have, you know, SD, there's a whole bag of SD cards over there just full of, you know, this deer, that deer, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I got four hard drives of nothing but trail cam. I crashed three of my wife's computers. She hates it. I'm not allowed to touch the iPad. I don't even know where it is. I'm not, I'm not allowed anymore. But, uh, it's, you know, finding that deer, okay, they are. They're vulnerable in that, that cold weather. You know, they'll come out. They're munching on people's bushes. That's most most of the time if they hadn't shed out yet already. And they'll be like, hey, man, I had a, I drove home, and there's this giant buck in my in, in my U-bush, and 
munching away. I'll I'll just drive around neighborhoods and look for chewed up bushes and knock on the door and say, Hey, I'm a landscaper. <laughs> it's like you, you looks like you have a deer problem. He right? goes, Yeah. I'm like, How'd you like me to prune your bushes for free? <laughs> you know, start off stuff like that. But anyway, so I'll, I'll get on them. A lot of a lot of cameras, yeah. um, a lot of trail cameras, trying to find them. And then shed season comes. Once I know they're dropped, I'll go out and look for them. Uh, a lot of new places, I'll go out and look for antlers. I'll pick up a big one. I'll say, okay, here we go. This is good. You know, this deer made it through season. If it's a fresh one, you know, or even if they're old ones, you know, like right, maybe this deer is still around. I'll set up some trail cams on that and some bedding areas and stuff. Uh, one of the guys in Northeast Big Bucks, uh, Mark Nelson, he, he goes in the bedding areas with cameras and he'll set them up so he'll catch them when they're coming in the bed. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I got to try start trying that next year, I think. But, uh, you know, I'll find a good shed um, or just, just knowledge. Yeah. Someone says, hey, I, I seen a big buck. Or it depends on who they are, too. And then you bring one. Was it like this? Yeah. Or like this? And they go, like that. All right, good. You know, because big buck to them, the biggest one they might have seen is a little scrub six right, point. Right, yeah, Wow, yeah. you see the size of it, yeah. you know? Um, but locating them through other people's knowledge, you know, hints or, you know, some people talking, go to the bars, you know, hey, people people get loose loose lips in the bar and, oh, you should have seen the buck. But, um, you know, knowledge of people, trail cam picks, sheds I pick up, try to get on a deer. Okay, now comes, you know, after shed season, we got green up, I have to go to work. Ugh. You know, um, same thing. I'm always, doesn't matter what I'm doing, I'm always looking for a deer. You know, driving to work, coming from work, you know, if I'm talking to new customers, if I'm doing whatever, it's all pretty much deer related. You know what I mean? It's all there. You always, always keep in your mind, you know. Um, and then comes, you know, summer. Now I'm going to start planting some food plots. Um, apple, apple crop this year is really good. I got seven, eight, nine cameras on apple trees in some apple orchards and stuff. A lot of people, a lot of my customers carry apple trees. I'll put a camera right on it or on a stake right in front of it. Um, just cause they're going to come to that food source. They're going to come to them apple trees, you know, um, good place to find deer. A lot of times three in the morning, but you know, geez, you know, now, now look at this, you know, look at this 10 point coming in and yeah. at three in the morning, where's he come from? Okay. Press pause real quick. Yep. Cause I, I want to get back to that, but just what you just said about putting a trail cam on a stake. This is something that it's, I know this is a big debate. Yeah. Are you, are you one of the guys and, and maybe there's a time and a place for each, but you put it on a stake you put it 10 feet up in a tree. Do you think it bothers the deer at all? Do you think they pay attention? To, I mean, so, all right. Um, so when I went out to Illinois uh, with my buddy Dane, um, we went out there and, and uh, we both shot bucks early and we got to drive around with the guide. Man, did we have fun. Yeah. We went out checking trail. Camp. You know, a lot of the guys that shoot, they just hang out a lot. No, no, let's, let's go to work. I want to see, let, let, let's see how this is done. Figure you know? it out. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I wanted to learn something, you know? They go out there, man, these, they got a scrape right here. They pound a stake in the ground, not 10 feet from the scrape. Boom, boom, boom. No scent control. They drive up to it, you know, bang, 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 bang. Put it through. I said, what What are you doing? It, well, I'm putting the trail cam on the scrape. I'm like, man, you got to hide that thing. Where's your rubber gloves? Where's your, what What are you doing? You know, and, and you know, the guy's name's Dave, and he goes, oh, no, 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 no. It's farmland, man. I'm a farmer. What is that deer? It doesn't know that this isn't a stake for the cow or the fence or this and that. He, just, he goes, I, I, I try to put it in the bush line, but, you know, it's, you know, they were just pounding the stakes in. That's good. And I'm like, 
all right, whatever. Sure, shit. You know, we, two days later, we come back out, and <laughs> there's good pictures of buck right in front of it. I'm like, ah, oh, all right, I'm going to try it. I have seen some deer, like, you know, really nosing it, and mostly the right. does, yeah, and they'll yeah. come like, what was I've, that? I've definitely got that, too, uh, yeah. The, tra- the trail cams that click, yep. you, know, you know, and, you know, you get that, that frozen, like, whoa, what was that? Um, but then some deer could care less. Same deal with uh, the white flash guys versus, you know, white IR versus red glow no glow all that yeah just depends i don't know it depends on the deer i yeah, think yeah. um i think it's the click of the camera that they hear um you know not so much the light or anything like that i have uh usually i put multiple cameras on um, um just to a get people looking at them um i have them pointing in every direction um if people try to i have people try to sneak in on me man i got I got cameras watching cameras watching cameras. Yeah. I, I hunt people with cameras. I'll, <laughs> I'll look for you. You know what I mean? I got ones on the parking lots. I got ones in the trees. I got ones pointing down to my tree stands. You know what I mean? It's, you know, catching people hunting in them. And, but it's, you know, I, I think it's totally the deer. But but anyway, I have multiple cameras on the piles, and, and I'll have video going on one, and you'll see the other one go off. The deer just stand. They don't even look at it. They don't even look at it. You got a quiet camera, then then, then you'll be all right. All right. Cool. Um, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt that's right. where you were going with it, but that, that's always bothered me because, I mean, yeah. I, I'm just kind of – I do a I'm, lot of stakes now, like yeah. uh, metal stakes. I'll bang yeah. them in, um, but it's hard. It's got to be a place where I know there's not a lot of people because that's just like putting a $100 bill on a right. stick and right. saying, look at me, look at me, you know. Uh, I just – just last week I lost two trail cams. Okay. No. Yeah, I had them on walking paths. Um you know, it's public property, but I had them close, you know, just off the trails. But the deer use the same trails. Yeah, the acorns yeah. that follow them are way easier to get than the ones in the brush. And, you know, there went not a lot of travel on that that place, but just enough, apparently. He grabbed two of them. Yeah. But uh, eh, what are you going to do, you know? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's a shame. crap everybody deals But with, I do yeah. use the stakes and the food plots and stuff a lot. Um, yeah. But so, I do try to tuck them away. <laughs> so... And that, and, and in terms of like the height and the tree, and like it just kind of just depends. Yeah, so I don't put them up high. Um, a, I don't got time for that. Um, a lot of the time, I'm buzzing in between jobs, watching my guys, seeing what they're doing, um, and it's quick run in, check the card, get out, quick back to work, or you know this and that. So I like about the cell cams, so I'm not wasting my time. Although I gotta change the batteries all the time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's gotta be quick. And a lot of times the way the, the cameras are manufactured and stuff, if you change that angle to up high and you're pointing down, you're losing a whole lot of, of, um, scope. Um, you know, a lot of them are picking them up now, 60, 75, 80 feet away. Um, those new, uh, snipers, they're, they're picking up 80, 90 feet away. And, I mean, you're losing a lot. I mean, if you're just on a trail, great. Do you have any idea how many deer I see that just walk off the trail, kind of meander through? Um, I've had a ton of deer that are camera shy. They'll come in, stop, walk around the back of the tree, go forward. Again, clicking cameras. I think they hear the click, and, you know, they can hear way better than us. But it's uh, something that you should be aware of, and, you know, but – 
and, and and you only trail cam. Think about it. You're only getting thirty percent of information when you're looking at trail cam. It's it's like putting on blinders and and then just think about that. Just go stay in the woods. Put your hands on the side of your face and just look around. Then stop. Open your eyes quick and then close them. And that's why you were saying you were such a fan of the uh, the three sixties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now that's now that's a noisy camera though. But yeah. you got to watch out. <laughs> um, but the deer get used to them eventually. Um, I've had bucks right i'll show you some pictures but i mean it's they don't care um i've seen them interact with them like they'll just be like what the hell you know all right sure but um you know it's it's only 30 percent of the woods i can't tell you how many times i got trail cams on a property and i go hunt it and i see seven deer that sit and not one of them got their picture taken you know you know unless it's in the winter time and you got food there um or you're on a food plot you know, that deer has to decide to walk down that trail that you've probably been in there 10 times checking the camera. You know, why would they want to go where you're going? I, I don't know. You know, it's uh, – but I, I don't – a lot of people put them up in trees to save them. That's that's good as long as you got a focus point, like on a scrape or on, you know, a, a main trail that's, that's blocked by a big rock or something like that on one side that you know they're going to go within 10, 15 feet of it because you're really, you know, narrowing that yeah, that scope of the camera. Kind of wasting it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's it's good, you know. I've had people cut trees that are on them, you know. I, you're not going <laughs> to stop suck. a thief. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. But that's a, a lot of things about those no glow cameras because they think thieves run around at night looking for the red flash. Like, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, if it's on a trail, I'll try to put a no no glow or something like yeah, that. Or I, I put my cheap know. ones on the trail. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah. I mean, I chain a lot of people. I got some of the cell ones now. Um, a lot of people stay away from them because they think, "Oh no, I'm caught." Like, yeah. "Oh no." Um, I put uh, what have I got now? I use um, some pump chain. It's like a really hard chain. You really need a good pair of bolt cutters to get through it, and I just lock them on, but. You're only keeping honest people honest, uh, not the thieves out there. They're, they want it. They're going to get it. And the, the thing is, the camera's going to break before any of your bolt and lock. They can just rip it off. Uh, a lot of the times, too, uh, I've been trying to buy cameras that have locks on the SD card slot. Like, they're not going to steal your camera, but you know what? You know what's more important to me than that camera? <laughs> what's on that card. Right, yeah. You know, when I know I have a good spot and I'm in there and I know I got a bunch of pictures, oh, this is going to be great. You go in. Your camera's still there, but your SD card's gone. What was on that card? Oh, man, me and my buddy Dan were talking about it the other day, and we had one uh, swipe from his spot, and it was, like, from, oh, man, we were down in Illinois, so it was from, like, November November 3rd to, like, the 24th of that card pick. And, oh, what could have prime, been on that card? Time, yeah. I don't know, but you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like just swinging door with a no It's card. almost worse. Oh. They should have just taken the whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Well, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, a lot of – anyways, back to the thing. Yeah, a lot of trail cams um, trying to get on the deer. But, but again, it's – all these things are just, you know, taking inventory. Um, you know what deer are in the area. You're able to sit way longer. It helps you with, you know, flip, start with smartphones. You know, you flip through like, yeah, that deer was standing right there. Okay, I'll sit another hour. You know, oh, that deer was walked through here one day. You know, it was kind of like the same weather, and oh, he might come up. All right, you know, and, you know, using that uh, information. But you got to be careful you don't get hung up on a deer. I can't tell you. Whew, I even got some now that I know. 
just aren't going to be there during season. You know, we start late. We start like October, what, 16th, I think it yeah, is. this year. Uh, in Mass. Um, which is a little better. Sometimes we were starting like the 21st, I think it was. It was real late, a couple of years. Yeah. And, like, it's just they get on their – they get off their summer patterns and their bachelor groups break up. And it's like, oh, oh man, I had six bucks on camera. And they're gone. And it's like, <laughs> they're here every day. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're betting here. They're feeding over there. They're going to the clover. They're coming through this little tiny wood lot. Oh, I have a stand there already. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> October 7th. I got no pictures. <laughs> what, what, what happened? Yeah. You know, yep. I can't tell you how many times. Like, and, and it's all the big deer too. In the summer, they're out. I mean, yeah. Come on, you know the the neighbors telling you, oh, geez, that thing I almost petted it the other day. You know, it's, <laughs> but then you know something. They flip that switch. That testosterone starts going, and 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 then you really gotta um, change up your your approach to it as well. So what are you doing at that point? So you've got you've got some good you've got some good you've got your inventory. Yep. You've got some target boxer. Yep. You got you know you're in a couple areas that you've got some good deer. Right. You know the patterns are going to change. That's right. So we you got to change it up. Yeah. So it's continually evolving things. So we go from you know off season in the winter to being on food. Yeah. You know that you're bringing in or or, or if it's I put cameras on bushes, people's bushes that say the deer are eating them. Yeah. It's food. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're switching up to the summer food source. Is it is it the farmers' crops? Is it you know is it a food plot? Okay. Apple trees. Okay. Stuff like that. Now you're going to switch it up again once those apple trees start drying up. They've eaten all the apples or they can't take it so much and they're they're squirting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, then they're going to switch off to the acorns and the acorns start dropping. All right. You got to go out and find out where they're digging in. The turkeys will help you see that where they're scratching up the acorns too and, and the deer will come through after them and get the ones that are dug up and stuff. But, uh, you know, like I said on the trails acorns are way easier to pick up off the trails i'll even run my mowers down the trails blow all the leaves off them so it's just acorns yeah you know what i mean <laughs> works yeah they, they, they're 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 an opportunistic animal yeah if it's easy it's for them you know um and anything i can do to make it easier that's you know great if i can blow leaves out of the way and man you know they'll i mean I, that, that one property I used to, to work at and um we used to do the the Lawn cleanup, blow all the leaves off, suck all the leaves off. The acorns will still be there. Oh, you see the deer there at night. We drive up at night. Oh man, they'd be loving it, you know, because they don't have to dig through the leaves. It's all right in the grass, you know. But uh, but switching up. Um, one thing that that Jake actually um, really got me into is the scrape cams and stuff, and making mock scrapes. And the guys down in Illinois did the same thing. And um, uh, my buddy had, had leased a farm, and and we went down early season October, and the went around with a guide. The guy gave us a quad and said, all right, well, we're going to go around and, you know, set up some mock scrapes and do all this stuff. We did that, man. We had deer, deer on camera like the next day on them. So walk me through that process. Cause I'm, that's yep. something I'm just starting to toy with now too. So like, how do you, from literally how you pick your spot and then make, the okay. Scrape? Um, well, there's a couple two different ones and plus those scrape trees that I put in too. Yeah. So yeah. It's, uh, I saw the pictures of those. So yeah. pretty much anything, uh, on the edge of a, you know, if I get a block of woods or say I got a field, uh, leading, you know, a small piece leading up into a field. Same thing, funnels, uh, ridges, uh, stuff that there's going to be pretty much main travel routes. Scrape is what? Information, right, for a deer. It's saying, hey, I was here. Who else was here? You know? Oh, well, you, you, and you were here today, and they can figure that out by smelling their, you know, pee and right. licking yeah, yeah. branches and everything like yep. that. So good for them. So we're going to 
help that out, you know. Um, pretty much anything with like a four foot high branch. Um, I use a stick, rubber gloves. I don't touch none of this. This ain't like trail case. I don't touch none of that because okay. they're they're gonna. This is a smelling soundboard, so uh, try not to. You know, and it's warm out now. I'm sweating, and you don't want none of that. Um, I'll take a stick, make the scrape, take that stick away with you, or throw it way the hell away. Um, and uh, don't ever touch that looking branch. I put, uh, I use, what do I use? Smokies, um, preorbital, uh, forehead gland, and interdigital. Um, all it is a couple drops each on the uh, the leaves. I put the interdigital in the scrape itself. Um, and then pretty much, or I've even taken scrapes that I found at my customers' properties. I'll take a plastic bag, take a shovel, use that dirt that they're using, and then use it to make my scrape. You know, I'll rip it up and then dump that bag out, you know, right on top of it. It's worked a couple times, you know, just to get them going, get them, oh, okay, all right, you know. Everyone's like, do I do it now? Do I wait till they start doing it? I start doing it right when they they start doing it, you know. If I start seeing them, okay, you know, let's it's go time. Um, but then I'll just put a camera on those um, and then uh, pretty much just wait, come back. I'll freshen up every week. Every week, a couple drops, nothing, nothing crazy, you know, and it's amazing, you know, it's hard for a buck to resist, you know. So you're putting a couple on the leaves and then a couple on the ground. Yeah, it comes with a dropper, you just, you know, two yeah. drops of uh, of the interdigital, I'm sorry, the uh, preorbital, uh, the forehead gland, and then the interdigital goes in the in the, in the the dirt um, for them supposedly hoofing, you know. Um, but uh, it's, I've gotten some great pictures, mostly they're at night, though. A lot of scrape work, a lot at night. Okay, a lot of these guys hunt scrapes. It's tough. I mean, man, I a couple times I seen you know you know I have a tough time hunting. Though I'll try to put them in areas where I know they'll be at night and try to get them moving to them, you know. But uh, again, still taking inventory. Now you're gonna start seeing new bucks. So there's your switch. Okay. There's your switch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. These new bucks coming in. They're you know sounding on this on this soundboard right you know i'm here you're here great whatever you know we'll fight later on yeah you know it's uh pretty much the internet for you know it's facebook for deer <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's true though it's yeah true. yeah um and then you're in there just putting in your sense and they're like what is this i don't you know really you know throwing a wrench into the system but uh once once they get it going and they're doing their own thing especially if it's a mock scrape and they let, i let them go and if it cools down i'll put some more on and you know, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's fun and, and, and I'm glad I've gotten into that. It's a, a new thing for me, uh, last couple of years anyway, but it's, it's a good way to get great, great pictures. You get deer, you know, j you know, you get a little higher licking branch and you get deer up on their hind legs. They really get into that, you know, that, that licking branch and it's kind of cool. Um, again, it's maybe a deer you'll never see. Maybe it's just one cruising through, but you know, they're there. That deer was here, you know, um, and then try and work off that. Okay, well, that deer was here. Where did he come from? Did he come from over there? Did he come from over there? And then I start doing something on 360 cams. Um, I'll put them out in broader areas, try to zone in where they're coming in and out of woodlots, into fields, into this, into that. And then I'll move in with the cell cams and, and try and pinpoint them and actually what they're doing okay. at that time. Okay. Um, but then it changes again. Now you got November. Right. All right. Now all hell breaks right. loose. <laughs> I put all I do. I, I put I put my cams on my stands. That way I know what came by here now. Um, same thing. Pinch points back to the places in the winter where they're coming to and from. Um, like 
silly stuff in between houses, like little tiny, you know, but those bucks are using those just like a finger in, oh, yeah. finger of woods in a field down in Illinois or something. They're using those to, you know, cruise through. Of course, you get that one that walks through everyone's front yard and prances around and stuff, but, um, you know, right through those little tiny, tiny areas, something where there's a beat trail, something where big block of woods, big block of woods, something where they're going to go through. Use that, put cameras there. Um, you know, cameras right on my stands. So that way when I go hunt, I look and say, oh, yeah, there was one here on Tuesday. Or, like, it's nice with the cell cans, too, because it says it's there. I'm not going to wait till the end of the week to check and go, oh, I should hunt that buck. I should have hunted Monday when it's Sunday, you know. And then you know, I usually do most of my pulls on Sunday because it's, um, you know, I can't hunt, so I might as well do something. Um, but the cell cans are nice. And I know the guys in New Hampshire can't, uh, I think the law is, um, you can't shoot a buck that you got a picture of that day in 24 hours. I didn't even know hours. that lie. You were, yeah. you were telling me that last time. Yeah. Um, don't, don't totally quote me on it because that's – No, I, I, yeah. I, I haven't Look actually, that up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. I haven't actually you know, read that. But I hunt Massachusetts. I really haven't crept up in New Hampshire yet, maybe next year. Um, but I have plenty to do here. Um, I keep myself way busy. Uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's a great tool. Um, and I use it a lot. That being said, you can't completely rely on them. Again, it's only a 30% view into the woods. Um, unless you're using them 360s, which are nice. Um, but they have their faults too. Like I said, they're noisy. They spin around. They make a little bzz bzz noise, you know. Um, but you can get a broader picture and see where they're entering and exiting. And you know, do you? So you've you've got all these properties and you've been kind of you got your inventory. How do you? I know you have all your stands out mostly, yep. but if you're say you're following this system and you get to the point where I'm assuming you're putting your stands out way earlier in the season, but where yep. are you, are you putting enough stands out to kind of cover your bases? No yeah. Matter what? So that- a lot of the places, um, if it's a new property for me, I don't know it that well. I'll hunt way close to the truck. I don't go in that far. I don't hunt mornings. I don't educate these deer that I'm coming in there. Um, they'll learn out, learn about it soon enough. Um, I'll sit there, observation stand, you know, even off season, I'll sit there just to watch. What are they doing? You know, you can learn a lot just by sitting there. You know, trail cams tell you a lot, but they don't tell you what your eyes can tell you just sitting there watching. Um, you can see where the deer are coming from. You can see, oh they're, oh, they're bedding up there. Oh, that was easy, you know. 45 days with a trail cam and moving in and out and moving all around versus four hours sitting in a tree, it'll tell you way more, you know. Um you know, and I just hunt my way in. A hunt, come season, I'm in there. All right, the deer are over there. Or if I've already moved in, you know, get a little closer. I'll come in. I'll probably end up doing a ladder stand then or something like that. It's quick, easy, boom, it's up. You right. know, or a climber. Right. Climbers are okay. I'm getting bigger now. <laughs> I sweat on the way up, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'll use a climber if I have to. Um, a lot of the places now I've been hunting for a while. I've made those moves already. On my walk in, I'll probably pass two, three stands, even if they're 60, 70 yards away from each other, that I've worked my way into this property. And the deer move sequentially further away from you too as well until you're really in there. You slowly, you know, you don't just want to go in there, set up 10 stands and go, I'm here. Yeah. Because <laughs> they won't be. Right. You know, but yeah. it's throughout the season. And then, and then as I go forward, I'm trying to do something behind myself, 
you know, I'm going to do a hinge cut tree or I'm going to do something. I'm going to plant a food plot here, you know, to, to, to make it okay again. You know, like I'm the new thing in the area, but is this new thing awful? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of times, I mean, I'm not, I'm not killing these deer too. So it's a lot of times I'll just film them and, you know, you know, yearlings will end up, you know, hanging out hanging all out, afternoon yeah. and You're the new buddy. eating acorns <laughs> and it's great, you know, yeah, but yeah. Um, I'll bring some acorns and stand. I'll try throw them at them. <laughs> They know that sound. That acorn hits the ground. Yeah. They, dun, 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 dun. Ooh, they come running over. It's funny. But uh, then mom usually gets involved and gets angry. And yeah. She knows what's going <laughs> on, too. Domesticating Yeah, she knows what's going on, too, though. Those, those are the worst, them, them mouthy does that just know know everything you do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, and, and, and say I run into deer on the way in, um, no problem. I got a tree stand right here. I just, right. I'll just climb this one to now. So you don't push it. You just, no. Yeah. Yeah. No problem, unless it's in November. November, that gets a little squirrely. Um, you know, there's one time, uh, just last year, that, that eight point I got, well, it was a seven point, broke one off. But, um, you know, I was going in to hunt him. Uh, I hunted a place that I can, I, I have some paths that I rake, um, really quiet ground. I can get in there, no problem. It's only, you know, 300-yard walk, something like that. Through the woods, it's silent. I got wind in my, great, you know. I can get in there, you know, before daylight, not going to spook anything. I know the deer aren't there. No problem. I'll hunt a spot like that till 8, 30, 9 o'clock, go get some breakfast, jump into another spot, especially during November, deer move all day. So if I'm not sitting all day, I'll do a quick little hunt in the morning and then right to like a bedding area or something like that, that I can then sneak in halfway and then hunt my way in. I got, I got jumped by a deer. Uh, there's a spike bedded, uh, not, I don't know. 10 yards from my base of my ladder stand. I got in there, you know, oh, safe. I can see it. Oh, this is good. Man, that thing jumped up blue, made all kinds of noise. Oh, my goodness. You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding. I'm like, it's over. I'm like, oh, whatever. He jumped up. I just kind of lay flat on the ground, and I'm like, well, I don't know. But when they're blowing, they don't know what you are. They don't know if you're a coyote or, or, or me or you or, or whatever. There's, you know, they don't – what's going on? You know, I just started grunting and – um you know, I shake a tree and, you know, make look, I'm a bigger buck. Like I'm going to, I'm here to mess your day up. And, you know, sometimes they shut up and, you know, run away and, you know, it ended up working out great though. I mean, all that commotion, you think, oh, that deer blew, it must've blown 25 times. All kinds of commotion, stomping and, 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 and I'm, I'm grunting, growling, shaking trees. You think that that buck was up on top of the hill, came right down, look, see what was going on. Like, I could see it. He couldn't see me. I could see him. Yeah, I'm laying down flat on the ground. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, there it is. All right. Well, sure. So then he got out of view, and I so I kept grunting, shaking tree, and sh- yeah. making all kinds of noise, and, you know, um, making just paw on the ground like I'm a buck. And somehow I just one foot by one foot climbed up my ladder stand, and, and he had he had gone into the brush, and I couldn't see him. And it wasn't – 17 minutes later something like that he came out out of the thicket on the back side of me walked right around i had a 23 yard shot at him no kidding yeah that big one so he come down trying to see so it's not, just because you get blown out don't mean it's all over but it's it, it's certain times of the year i think but it's you know um i try not to make that happen but right. if it does try to use it to your advantage <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you know or i'll blow back at the deer trying to make them think i'm a different deer or, yeah you know uh some of my exit strategies are the same way it's uh you yeah, know. you were you were telling yeah. us. 
<laughs> but uh, but to get back, yeah, I have a. I'll try to put a lot of stands on a property. A, um, guys try to come in to a place and there's a lot of stands on a the property. They're gonna be like, "Whoa, this place is overhunted." I, I ain't hunting here. Right. But Good it's all point. me. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like. Uh, there there are some guys I know that go out and they buy a bunch of ladder stands. They'll put them out just to you know save their Lock spot. It off, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But if it's private land, they right. should be yeah. there anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? But. Yeah. Uh, um, we do run into a lot of poachers and trespassers and, you know, but uh, that's anywhere, you know, it's anywhere. Um, but you know, I'll have options in, in a property, you know, I try to hunt the wind. I'm not a f- full believer in hunting the wind. You know, you gotta have, Oh, I can't hunt that on a South or I can't hunt that on an East or some of it situations where you're on a field edge or something like that. Do you want it blowing in the food plot or do you want it blowing in the woods behind you? Maybe they'll come from the left or the right. You don't know. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm i a big fan of the, the whole scent control thing versus hunting the wind. But you're never going to totally eliminate all your smell. You're not going to do it. And that's why scent elimination is not an option. You're going to smell like you. You can do as many things to, to knock that percentage down as possible. They might think you're a little further away than you actually are. That's what I'm after. Um but I don't let it totally judge my hunt um, because a lot of deer just won't get killed because people won't hunt them. Right. Yeah. If you're waiting on the perfect day and it never comes, you don't get it. <laughs> right? True. So, um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's that, it, that too is the difference, I think, up here in New England versus, uh, like, Illinois and stuff. Like, we go down there and, 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 and um, our buddy Jerry, you, you can't hunt that stand on a, on a west wind. It, it no, it won't work, won't work, you know. But then we we hunted it anyway, and the deer came from downwind. It didn't matter. But, yeah, right. You know, our our scent our scent our scent control was good enough, I think, that we you know yeah. Not to mention it was during the rut too, and they, you know a little more goofy. You know, they don't have to be quite as good, but uh, you know it's. Uh, paid a lot more attention down there with the crop fields and, and where the deer are actually bedding and coming from it's it around here the deer bed everywhere everywhere back lawns you know hills and fields and and brush and you know, they're everywhere you know underneath your stand all the time on why are they underneath the stand i don't get it it must be the safest place in the woods yeah. unless you're there yeah right? when you're not there yeah, yeah exactly but uh or they come in you know i'll be hunting you know one of those 10 a.m things i'll go in and you know, here come the deer mid, you know, mid day to come in the bed down and yep, bed down. Well, I'm stuck. <laughs> it's going to be four hours before I leave here, you know. Uh, okay. Well, it's fun. You know, it's, it's cool watching bed of deer, man. They get up, they look around, they lick themselves and, yeah, you, you know, they'll, they'll just kind of lay down and enjoy the sunlight and <laughs> look up every once in a while. You know, a squirrel fights with another squirrel. Yeah. They get all. Oh, all right, back to doing her thing. It's it's kind of cool to watch them chew their cut and everything. And you know, it's, it's pretty neat. And they get up, shake off, and go back the way they came. And you just go, oh. <laughs> you know, four hours of my life, you know, <laughs> gone. But it's it's cool. It's, once again, watching a deer learn what they do, you know. But but learning that that deer came in and it leaves and goes back, does his thing. It's gonna make me say, hey, maybe I should hunt on the other side of that. And if he comes and does the same thing, I get him in better shape. Yeah. You know, but. Always try to learn from. Do you think in in terms of the, I mean, the scent control piece, and I know you have your own regiment. I want to talk about that a little bit too. But mm-hmm. with just where these deer are and where where we all live for the most part, I mean, just 
I guess the guys, we all, the guys kind of live like you and I. I mean, I'm on the southern side of Boston, but, yep. you know, in super so, urban so areas. So you're saying, like, yeah, with, 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 with a lot of humans it. around. <laughs> yeah, I think they're used to it. Um, same thing with uh, it's their house kind of scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, think about if you came home and, and you, you know you, you smell some cologne of some guy. <laughs> yeah, you know. Wait a minute. This ain't right. Right, yeah. Or you know, the, you know, you know, the wife's cooking, and you smell some other cook. I never smelled that here before. And we're humans. Yeah. Deer live on these scents. You know what I mean? Like, it's, ah, <laughs> it's that, it's that kind of thing. It's their house. They know what's going on. Um, there can be a guy blowing leaves in his lawn, spilling the gas can. You know, over to my left. Yet that deer smells me. Right. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of times when I'm checking my cameras and stuff, I'm not that far off of trails, this and that, you know, I'll, I'll go in my work clothes. You know what I mean? I don't think deer are afraid of, uh, workers. Right. You know, think about all the surveyors and workers. Hikers. (laughs) Um, Only when you're hunting them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, think about, I mean, there's, there's surveyors that walk through properties all the time. Yeah. And you think, oh no, it's all over. It's all over. Or they, they come in, they timber an area, you know, cut for a power line or something like that. And you think, oh, it's all over. Oh, geez. Uh, Someone came in here, not scent control, but yet there's still deer there. You know, it's fine line between, do they know they're being hunted? Do they, you know, that's a hunter, you know, like that's somebody trying to mask their uh, scent. You know what I mean? Um, But I think they know pretty much if you're in a tree stand, especially one that's been there for a while, I have a lot of stands that I have to rotate now and like the deer will avoid them. I've been busted in them. Um, You know, that deer aren't dumb. Yeah. You know, they'll come over to the edge. They'll look and see, is there anyone sitting in that stand? Yep. See ya. And they'll leave, you know, but there's a lot of times where you got to move your stand, you know, stuff like that. But I I think with the scent control, you can make the deer think that, well, maybe that guy is over there a little further. You know, not so much of a full whiff of, of what it is, or it's just a, a light hint of a, a smell, you know, versus the full-on, you know, I just came from the gym and decided to go hunting <laughs> smell. So what's your what's your, your regimen? I know we talked oh, about it a little bit before. Yeah. You got five hours? <laughs> no. Give me the short version. <laughs> the short version. All right. Yeah. So um, anything that goes in the woods is clean. Um, what I mean by clean is uh, – Everything stays locked away, and I use uh, dry bags, big PVC bags. I'll show you later. I got one down that thing. Um, the biggest one I could find yep. uh, for my outerwear, my jacket, my my pants, um, and then inside that bag I also keep two or three separate smaller dry bags. Anything that touches my skin, um, I use uh, I use a lot of scent lock. I use a lot of carbon clothing. Um, anything that's touched my skin, I don't want to. You think about it. You, you take your clothes off and you put them all together. You might as well just yeah. rub them all rub over you all. and yeah. put it, you know what I mean? Uh, I try to keep stuff separate, you know, my underwear, my long johns. They go in a separate bag with the socks, you know, stuff like that. That's, that's your perspirating, your, you know, your body odors getting on. I don't want to put that in the same bag tote as my outerwear, my, you know, my face mask. Um, I, I wear two face masks. Um, that goes in a separate thing. My gloves go in a separate compartment in the bag. I mean, I try to keep it all apart. Um, I'll try to shower before every hunt. Pretty much every hunt, yeah, I will. Um, all depends. I have a few stands that are like 
right off the road, and I have a separate set of hunting clothes that I'll just throw <laughs> on and go. And yeah, all right, sure, why not? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, but that stuff where I'm hunting right behind, you know, right behind a barn or something like that onto a field, you know, it's it's close. I mean, you'd laugh. I, I can see my truck. It's right, it's right there. <laughs> no, I've I've got you know a couple I mean? like it's, that. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, oh geez, I got 20 minutes. Let's go. Yeah, you know, just to just to have fun. But uh, you know, because can't always take the shower. Can't you know spray it out. Whatever. But uh, if I'm going in for the day or something like that, you know, my I'll I'll take a shower, um, scrub down real good, you know, brush your teeth a couple times. Uh, I use a breast spray, uh, dead down wind breast spray. Um, I will take that with me, a small little bottle, throughout the day, every two hours. You know, same thing with the with the uh, same same product. I use dead down wind um, field spray. I bring it with me in the stand. And I'll spray it. I have a little tiny squirt bottle. You know something to do i'm bored too you know yeah. <laughs> but uh every couple hours you do that too yeah 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 i mean it, I'm, I'm you know a lot of stuff says oh you can spray it on and it lasts for it nah, right. whatever yeah, yeah. Nah, good i'll keep spraying <laughs> but why not um but I'll, I'll take a shower clean myself um i have another pair of clothes um all this is washed through you know uh no scent laundry detergent hunting hunting soap uh, all the wife hates it. You know, I have to like bargain with her, but, um, we get all, uh, dye free, perfume free, um, regular detergent for the house. If not using hunting stuff for the house, like the stuff you sit on and the sheets and regular clothes, work clothes, her clothes, you know, all that stuff. Um, but, and then, I mean, I just went through a thing last week. It was, it was raining and I cleaned out the washing machine. Oh, gross. You want to see something gross? Take your washing machine apart. <laughs> when I'm high efficiency front loaders, yeah. Wow, man, we got a dog. You see all the fur, and oh, it took oh, me three hours sure. to clean the thing out. Of, you know, I'm trying to wash it with no scent stuff, and yeah. take out the the compartments and clean all them out, and you know, it's every, all of that will get transferred onto you. And it, what's the point? No scent control at all if you're doing that. You know what I mean? So, but you do it the best you can. Um, I used to have a separate set of washer and dryer, but they lived outside and they don't work anymore. But <laughs> um, <laughs> So I go from that. Um, I, I clean my clothes. Uh, I recharge my carbon stuff in the dryer. Um, I also use the ozone um, scent control stuff, uh, scent crusher, tote, and stuff like that. Yep, the bat, yeah, uh, yeah. I call it nuking the stuff. Um, it, it has a horrid smell to it, but yeah. I, I think it cleans it, clean, kills bacteria. I'm down with that. Sure. Why not? It's really good for your carbon clothing. Uh, cause it's, it's, you, every time you wash your carbon clothing, a little bit of that stuff goes away. Um, every two years I'm, I'm re-upping my stuff. I, I'll buy a new pair of pants, new, new top every two years, or I'll alternate, you know, with a spare set. Um, after a while it's garbage. All right. Don't work no more. You've washed all the carbon out of it or it's cooked or it's done. Um, you know, I'll use, and plus with the ozone stuff too, um, I'll clean things like my my range finders on a, a little little cord that I put on there. That little cord always wears uh, on my vest and everything. My my hunter safety vest. You're not supposed to put that in the washing machine. Right. You know how nasty that gets by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. All that's every time you spray down. Oh, I'm gonna spray down good today. All the dirt that gets in there and yeah. the, and you're sweating in the stand and it's you're rubbing on. You know you can't wash that. That's right in the ozone. Okay. Your release strap right in the ozone. My whole pair of binoculars right in the ozone um anything cloth string i put fake leaves on my bows those go in there um you know everything like that 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 doesn't get washed goes in the ozone clean it out um once it comes out of the ozone i'm outside with it 
goes right into the PVC bag. Okay? That's it. I don't see that stuff till I hunt. So I'll wear a second set of clothes after I wash and everything. So I'll wear the set of clothes then to get in my truck. Because a lot of people go in their underwear. I said, okay, so you're going in your underwear. A, it sucks when you get pulled over. <laughs> all right? Because you're driving around slow at 2 a.m. trying to get to a hunting spot and, and park without other people looking. In the yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> and you're sitting there in your underwear. It's happened. It's not fun. I'm going hunting. Really? Yes. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, but think about it. Your skin's touching your seat yeah. that you just worked in the day before. Your dog's been sitting on the seat. You're getting dog fur on. You're getting this, that. And you're contaminated. You're not clean anymore. But I wear a separate set of clothes that I keep in another bag. Till I get there, I have this, uh, like, waterproof mat I'll put out. Step on it. I get out of my – I wear, like, slipper shoes, you know, house shoes to get out. Put my socks on that I'm going to hunt with. I open up my bag. Then I start pulling the stuff out, you know. But I'll, I'll clean it um, once a week, wash the stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, I have multiple pairs of long underwear, underwear, you know, all that stuff, socks, that I'll just wear once, and it goes in the, the pile um, to get washed again. I hate wearing stuff over and over and over again just because – it builds up and it bugs me and I'm like, I know I stink. I know I stink. Not to say that I haven't been really smelly after work one day and just hunted and, and killed a good deer, but it, 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 it's good to control your stuff. Um, and it gives you a mindset. Mindset's very important. If you think you're clean, you're clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Look good, play um, good. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's, it's, I mean, yeah. And I spray down, you know, I try to, what else? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, Trying to keep the things uncontaminated is, is the best way I can. Um, you know, boots are a hard thing because boots smell. You got to bring them inside. You got to dry them out. Keeping them dry is the best thing for boots, I think. But think about it: you, your boot bounces around the truck, and then you got if you put the boot in the bag, the smelly part of the boot gets on the uh, right. It starts yeah. going in my mind. Yeah, I start freaking out. Problem. I just leave the boots yeah. on. I just spray them down every time. Yeah. Um, or I try to walk through some mud and try to, you know, scuff them off or, you know, something like that. Um, pretty much that's it. Uh, also, I mean, scent control in your body as well. Um, back to the house thing, too. There's no scent of candles in our house after whatever it is. We come back from, from camp in Maine in August, and that's it. They all go. I, I try to hide them. She tries to bring them out. I hide them again. But, you know, no, nothing like that. You got to think about it. Your home is your sanctuary. Great. But it's also where you live and what you have in your home is going to be traveled out into the woods with you. I don't care how good your scent control is. It's going to be drag stuff in your truck, dragging in. You know, some, some of my workers smoke cigarettes and I'm oh, I got to take the truck. No, you don't. No, take the other one. No, you don't. Not on this one. You know, like I'll have, I get, I get picky about stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's yeah that, and I, I try not to try not to eat any onions, try not to eat any garlic, um, anything like pepperoni, uh, smelly meat, stuff like that. That's gonna you know yeah yeah Rita like garlic just whole week of case meats when yeah. you're camping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you know what I mean? Who's coming out? Yeah, yeah. you just you gotta like <laughs> yeah man, what's going on? Same same thing with alcohol. Same thing with drinking all night. You know, guys yeah. go out to camp, they're drinking all day, all night, all this and that as we're as we're drinking beer. Yeah, I know. but um. You know, that leeches out of your body. And why would I do something that's going to prevent me from, if I'm going to put the time in, I'm going to sit all day, or I'm going to hunt this buck, or I'm going to, you know, do all these things throughout the year, why would I 
not take the next step and try to, right. you know, yeah. but <laughs> something to think about. I mean, it, it is. I mean, it's, no, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's hard when you go to the restaurant and you get that dish. And, oh, there's onions in it. You got that without, you know, you try to pull them apart. And, what are you doing? Don't ask. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's not, I mean, that, and that's, that's a super interesting thing. Cause I know every guy has a different, uh, every guy yeah. and girl has a different, uh, opinion or, or right. method. Right. How about, so outside of that, how about sense in terms of like attractance? Attractance, like cover out? sense, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, anything like uh, that. You were touching um, that or? Yeah. I mean, uh, cover sense, I, I, I think I've read enough studies um, in magazines, stuff like that, heard enough things that, I mean, I think the deer can pick apart um, that bottle of skunk pee that you just put all over yourself and you and can sense them differently and you just did that for nothing but yeah um i used to use those scent wafers all the time uh until i started using uh carbon clothing um since i used the carbon clothing uh that will actually suck in whatever cover scent you're using as well making it less effective so i'd rather have it just be soaking me up um the best that it can uh, i don't think it's 100 percent, but it, i think it helps percentage wise yeah um but cover scents, nah, I'm not a fan of them. Um, but I do use the, you know, uh, the scrape scents and stuff like that to make the mock scrapes. I'm not a fan of, of deer urine. Um, okay. Think about it. Once, go tonight, go piss, you know, pee in the toilet, leave right. it sit there overnight. <laughs> Take a whiff in the morning. <laughs> You'll never use dopey again. Okay. Um, I think mostly the stuff. I haven't researched it, but I, my personal feeling is yeah. that it's all synthetic. Yeah. Well, I mean, the deer run around with bladder bags and they're catching. I, I don't know. I, I think they control it with the lights and there's floor pans. And I think that's yeah. how they do it. I'm not 100. Well, I know sure. in, in like I think it, Vermont. It, again, yeah. don't don't quote me on this. I know they've kind of they've, they've banned it. They banned the real stuff. Yeah. A lot of the different. Yeah, because of disease. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I, I think about it. How much do they? Per, you know, some of these other companies where it's like minimum bodies and and i like you go to these stores and it's like they got their own refrigerator and they're selling their scents and there's only 30 bottles now that i kind of like that's kind of cool I, i'd be into it um but i can't tell you how many times deer have you know i got a you know i got a, a drag rag or something like that and they took a whiff of that and pew, see ya um a lot of the times though it's the dispersal method um think about that drag rag that you just bought from the store that came from the factory that 9,027 people touched, and then they stuck it in this plastic bag. And then you pull it out because you got your new drag. Oh, look at this thing. You're touching it. Oh, it's so good. You're dirtying that thing up. Man, if I use any kind of thing, it goes right in the ozone. I, I, I cook the heck out of it. Rubber gloves, touch it, put it in there. Okay. Only apply scent once to it. Yep. Use it. That's it. Throw it out. <laughs> Done with it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. think about those those urines and stuff. I mean, they break down immediately after touching air. Don't tell me there's not air in the bottle. They don't have vacuums. I think that one special sense got, you know, vacuum seal technology, foam. Uh, okay, sure. I just, I just, you know, a lot of guys have had success with it. Um, I think it's better, best sense, no scent. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, yeah, if you're on the right travel route, you shouldn't need to, you know, I can call them in. I'd rather call than have a scent drag them in because if that scent's dragging them in, they're selling melon me too. You know, yeah, they're, right, they're right. coming in that way. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times I've seen, you know, the better bucks, the older bucks, they're walking with the wind at their back. Yeah. So it's going to be a – you're going to see them first anyway. Um, 
drag rags, do they work? Yes. Think about it. If you, unless you're freshening up the scent, that scent's getting weaker. That deer will go the other way if he knows what he's doing, you know, into your tree. Do they work sometimes? Yeah. What kind of class buck you're after? I don't know, but it's, you know, younger bucks. Oh yeah. They'll run around your tree stand 50 times and woo, that's great. Um, but I, I, I try to stay away from the dope. Um, you know, a lot of people, oh, I bought this code blue for 50 bucks. I got them down. They're downstairs. They're sitting there. I bought them. I tried them. I just, yeah, I, I, not the dope. Not, not for me anyway. Um, but the other stuff, the, the preorbital, the, the interdigital and the, the forehead gland, I, I've had great success with that. And, um, I've, I've been trying, uh, dying to try that interdigital on my boots on the way in or something like that. But I think if it's too much like that, it's their stamping, you know, that, that high concentration, you know, when they're scraping, it's bang, bang, bang. You know, I don't want that walking in. It might be something bad, but I've been trying, yeah. dying to try it. I, I don't know. I'm up for anything. But I was going to say, if you do, you got to let me know how it works well, you out. Gotta, you got to think about though, like urine. I mean, it's like, and then the guys that say, well, uh, yeah, I, I pee off my tree stand. Oh, <laughs> I can't handle that it. That pops up every, every yeah, time. Yeah. I can't handle it. I can't handle yeah. it, man. Um, a lot of the guys, you know, they, they, they pee in their scrapes they're making. Right. You ever try to do that? All right. That, this has been a big argument with my, okay. my brothers. All right, here we go. So here we go. I was like, all right, that's it. I'm halfway through the rut. I was, I was, si- I was sitting at a place. I had a scrape tree. Oh, we got to get a scrape tree shit. Um, I'm like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I text my buddy. I'm doing it. I, I got to go. I got, I'm doing it. So I climb down the tree, go to the scrape. I start going, man, you don't realize how much you pee until you try to pee in the scrape. Man, that thing's flowing down the freaking – I'm like, oh, my goodness. Well – there's two and a half gallons on the ground. I'm like, I don't know. But, no, I, I did have, uh, you know, I did have bucks come in afterward, but it wasn't like uh, right away we had some rain. It wasn't like a great test on right, it. Right, 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 right. I mean, I know uh, a bunch of guys in Illinois, they'll, they'll, they'll pee right in the scrapes. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, them. I've met guys that swear by it yeah. or say it doesn't matter. Or... I mean, I guess it all breaks down in time and it, and it smells, you know, but I just. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I was, things. You know, I'm trying to keep every human aspect of me out of the woods. Right. And then I'm going to go pee on the ground. <laughs> Human excrement. The, the smelliest stuff you got. Right. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, go pee in the toilet tonight. Don't smell till tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I'm going to put that in the ground. <sighs> no. No. Especially not late season. I'll pee in a bottle. Man, that's a great hand warmer. <laughs> you stick that in your coat. Oh. It yeah. stays warm for quite a while. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> no, that that's yeah. a that, that argument is something I yeah. see all the time. I just I mean, same thing. Guys have success doing it. Um the dog's gonna freak out in about two seconds because my wife just that's showed right. up. <laughs> um But do I totally believe you know, will it work for some things? Yeah. I I have had bad experiences with it, so I shy away from it. So I'm not saying don't do it, but be cautious of it. You know, because um, a lot of that, a lot of that is synthetic, right? You know, and um, just not something that they're they're into. Not to mention, if if you have the scent, you know, a lot of times, even with calling too, you know, and that buck comes in, he's smelling, he's looking, he's looking, something that potent. I, I should see this deer, right? I don't see that deer. There's something wrong. I'm out of here. You know, there's something that you're trying to project to to that deer, saying, "Come here, come here. It's great." You know. But it's um, it's not happening, and, and he's like, there should be a deer stand in there. We can't use decoys in that, you know. So yeah, it's like, yeah. it, so they they know something's yeah. off. Yeah. When I do use decoy in Illinois, I'll use it. Got ya. Yep. Got ya. But all them white little, you know, dipsticks and stuff like that. Yeah. Nuke them. 
Put them right in the ozone, clean them, make sure they're clean. Use them once and that's it. Once, that's it. I Got throw you. it out, I get a new one. Got you. You know, none, none of that, oh, read it. No. Gone. Done. I want that fresh. You know, I tried one of those um, when I got that eight point with the kicker there. That, I had one of those uh, drippers, you know, that drip, drip, that constant. Yeah. Uh, wild Game Innovation, I think. Uh, I've the, seen a few. as a couple up, brands drip, now. Drip, yeah, drip, yeah. Drip, right. Okay. Con- continuous. Fresh. Okay. I tried it. Guess it worked. <laughs> he came in. He was in love with her. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, baby. Yeah. How you doing, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my, my thing on sense. I just uh, – and then we can't we can't use food scent in Massachusetts, any apple or like same apple, as baiting like, basically the yeah I yeah. think um, you know like those uh, spray uh, what do we call them buck bomb yep. food that uh, like you're allowed not uh, that that's allowed in Mass so okay um, even so still you're uh, you're trying to to put something that's not there <laughs> right right uh, I don't think it take too long for them wait a minute it's like it's like going to the barbecue restaurant smelling all that good barbecue and they don't feed you. <laughs> <laughs> good as that yeah how, yeah how how long would you go back to that place right, right? yeah you know yeah. And so i don't i don't know i mean i guess for the, the one shot i guess deal but yeah you know it's you're gonna you're gonna annoy a lot of people in the industry trying to sell stuff exactly <laughs> what well, i know I, I all right a lot of people don't like me because i i'm against the commercialization of stuff and and it's it's tough to see um it's tough to see people buying a lot of products especially because i've done it i've bought almost every product on that shelf i've gone to the store oh yeah, yeah load <laughs> up oh this is gonna work this is gonna be great it's gonna be awesome yeah no yeah, it's down in the basement on the shelf it's down in the basement in the pro- yeah you got it i'll show you it all it's all down there yeah um but but no i mean uh, some of the attractants work well for your gate your trail cams and stuff um you know, I, I do put out, like I said, uh, feed blocks and stuff because it's nice because, the, you know, the, it takes a while to get at them and it keeps more pictures on there and stuff. Um, not during season, of course. Um, everything's removed 10 days prior and all that. But, I mean, it's – I use some of the attractants and stuff like that to get good pictures. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, why not? If it's available to you, use it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean, that's I'm how not a, I'm not a purist. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's <laughs> – you know, use everything to your ability, but just watch out for that snake oil because it's out there. Um, that being said, some products will work better for other people. You know, like me, I have a problem with deer urine. I've had some bad experience with it. I know some guys that'll take that and make a a buck do dances for it. You know, just, do, 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 you know, like up on his hind feet, like doing, you know. Yeah. Some people are able to utilize it. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to say everything's terrible, but yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to find out what works for you. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone's opinion is just that it's an opinion. It's, you know, but a lot of the things that are the commercialization of hunting. It's, it's, it's sad to see everyone. Well, I got to get this cause, cause this person uses it. You know what I mean? But they're being paid to use that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, a, that's all it is. You got to realize industry. it. As yeah. long as you realize that, then it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't yeah. get me wrong. It feels good to buy that, you know, that, <laughs> oh, that, I know, that yeah. crushed ham or that, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I know. So walk, walk me through just cause I, I'm going to take a picture of this wall if that's all right. Just so yeah, people sure. know what we're, we're looking at here, but what, well, I don't know if you want to pick one of them, the, the ones on the wall or walk me through one of either one of those hunts or kind of. All right. Um, 
geez, I don't know. How long you got again? Yeah. <laughs> we got to time, right? Yeah. Um, all right. I'm, 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 uh, I haven't really told a story of the big one yet. I mean, it's not been in the in the paper or nothing, but um, might as well do the big guy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was 2015. That was a crazy year. So all this stuff I'm talking about finding sheds and getting info on deer and, you know, getting that, that you know, reconnaissance. And yeah. I didn't have much that year at all. I had a lot of, um, I had a whole lot of people uh, coming in, uh, stealing cams, stealing stands. It was a bad year. I had everything set up, um, you know, camera stolen. There's ground blinds getting put up like 10 feet from my stands. And right. people, you know, it's like a lot of it's private property too. I'm just like, what's going on, you know? And yeah. I'm not going to trash people's property. I leave notes like, come on, dude. Like, hi, you know, what's up? Let's talk about this, you know, but like, that's another thing. You got to have a lot of backup plans. I have plans A through Z. Yeah. You know, something goes back. All right, right. Next, next, next. But anyway, so a lot of bad stuff was happening. Um, uh, I went down to Illinois. Um, yeah, didn't kill anything up to October. I think we went down to Illinois the first the first week of November. Went down there. Um, seen, a, seen a bunch of deer. Uh, one of my buddies... Um, Harvested a really, really nice eight point. Uh, my buddy Chris, it was really cool. Uh, got the, I got to track it with him and him and him and the guide, and oh, it was awesome. It was just so much fun. Um, so, so he connected. Um, the rest of us, we saw some deer. It wasn't anything, you know. It was, it was a one thirty minimum place, and you know, we didn't see any one thirty yeah, minimums. Yeah. Um, but a lot of deer. It was yeah. during the rut. We were calling, doing all kinds of things, and they're. It, it was on. It was cool, yeah. It was cool, yeah. We had some hot days, though, and then we sat all day in them 70-degree weather and just sweating away. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it, and it's tough. You go to a lot of these uh, operations, and it's hard to find a good one because, I mean, you sit in the stand, and you're sitting there, and you're looking around because you got nothing better doing. You're glassing, and, man, there's there's one one P rag. There's two. Yeah. There's three. There's four. Oh, man, it's just littered with, you know – just like I said, all that that deer piss and yeah, the, yeah. I mean, how many times have people hunted this stand? Now you're <laughs> thinking, I'm like, oh my goodness, and oh, but whatever. I mean, anyway, so <laughs> we go down there unsuccessful. Um, I come back home. Now I'm thinking like, oh geez, I was in Illinois, I didn't connect. I could come home. What am I gonna do? You know, uh, you know, on that roller coaster ride, I'm down the bottom, and it's just like I don't have any. I don't have any good bucks on camera. I don't have any good bucks. You know coming into food plots uh some of my food plots didn't grow we had a terrible year um you know we had like a hard rain and all the seed washed down it was bad you know some of my good stuff and it's all right well that's fine just hunt november just hunt get a call from a buddy um i I saw him face to face he he said oh geez you know um uh, my my buddy he's seen a he's seen a big buck across the field over there uh across town i said it's like, where's that? He goes, oh, right, right down here. It's November. I'm like, oh, they're chasing good. I'm like, you know, I used to hunt back there like three, four years ago. I'm like, I can go talk to that guy. So I talked to him. I said, hey, listen, hey, how's it going? Uh, I said, uh, hey, you remember I used to hunt back here? He's like, oh yeah, geez, geez, you know, I just saw a big deer eating acorns by my car, not like Tuesday. I'm like, oh, like, like how big? Like this big or like this big? He's like, like that big. I'm like, oh, like. You mind if I start hunting again? You know, it's, you know, just like before and this and that. And he goes, yeah, no problem. That's great. Yeah, we we don't like them near the house. The ticks, and, uh, you know, one of them tickophobes. I oh, love yeah. them. Love them people. 
That's right. But, uh, you know, so I went up there. I'm like, oh, great. This is good. So I went up. It was a Sunday. I caught them coming back from church. I know, I know the, see, you got to know their people's routine, too. I knew they were going to be there. I was waiting for them. Went up on a Sunday. Went up. Didn't have to go far. Um, went up on, a, like, a plateau area. Man, there must have been four, five, six trees the size of my leg just ripped. Like, just ripped, 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 yeah. ripped, ripped. I could see. I'm like, I ain't got to go no further. It's right here. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Well, how am I going to do this? I don't know. I made a mock scrape. Sure. It's November. They're doing their thing. Made a mock scrape. Um, I didn't have any scent on me that day, so I just made the stick in the dirt, just right. a visual, you know. Took the stick out with me. Put a trail camera on. Regular no cell cams at the time. Regular cam. Uh, wasn't, I went back, yeah, I went back the next week and I had that deer and like another eight, two other eight points. Um, I had that deer right there behind a doe. All I saw was the doe. She was at the scrape and all I saw was his antlers behind <laughs> her butt. This old doe, she had a huge chest on her. Oh man, it was pretty neat. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm like, I got this first week. Look at this. It's here. All right. So I, I had grabbed a cell cam from down another place brought it in here um i set it up there i started getting pictures here there everywhere you know like every four days or so it was yeah something like that um skinny piece of woods big block big block you know a lot of times he was with that doe i think he bred that doe um but like every four days he'd be going one way and every four days he'd be going back this way but then it'd be like gone for a little bit yeah i ended up dropping a tree so that he would have to go by my camera. <laughs> Not letting him go down there. Right. Okay. Big pine tree. Dropped it. Now he's coming up here. Great. I'm getting him every four days now. It's four days on. It's four days off. Four days on. Four days off. Yeah. Okay. Great. Like, this is awesome. But mostly at night. Okay. Um, he'd be there in daytime a few times. Like, I think I had two two shots of him. I'd have to go through my my phone i got the picture you know yeah. on my phone but uh so we're what happened then so i hunted a couple times um no luck i had that one eight point uh that i saw with him that one time he'd come through there's some white acorns on that ridge to do and everything and they're they're eating those and coming through i'm just like oh, i got multiple shots at that there i gotta i gotta, I gotta touch show you later the, the trail cam picture of me i'm in the stand like <laughs> Because I'm throwing the red, I put the see, yeah. I put the cams on my stand, yeah. so I can see what's going on right in my bow range. Right, I gotta know. You know, if it's over there, I don't care. I want to know here. You know, but I, I got, I'm like, you know, he, there's the deer standing there. Yeah, I'm like in the background, <laughs> but it's funny. So, <laughs> so I pass that deer up. I mean, then I start hunting there pretty regularly. I'm like, oh geez, you know, this thing's gonna catch on to me eventually. But I but I use that tree to come up and you know walk where they're not walking right. and it, it, it kind of worked out yeah um and then what happened we went down to illinois for gun season um down to jared's and uh what was it i i, I wasn't successful again and uh <laughs> so we're flying down we get to the uh airport in chicago we land everyone grabs their phone you flip on your airplane mode Oh, trail cam. Yeah, he's standing underneath my tree. <laughs> there he is. Good time for a trip. Daylight. <laughs> second, second, third daylight picture I got of him. Yeah. Just standing there like, 
like <laughs> like posing, like <laughs> he might as well have stuck his tongue out. Yeah, man, I I was a wreck. I was an absolute wreck. My wife was down there with me. Um, the whole trip, I'm just like, oh, you know. I went to the ticket counter. I was like, how much is the ticket back home? I was going to fly home that day. It was like $1,000. I wasn't doing it. <laughs> All right. So we get through. We finally get through the uh, through that hunt. Um, I had some good times. Anyway, some, some other people connected. Um, we're sitting there uh, in the lodge, ready to go home, waiting for the for the cab to pick us up, take us to the airport and everything. Yep. And uh, we're sitting there. It's coming back. This is five days later, so it was yeah. more, one more than the four, but going back this way. Yeah. Daylight. I'm like, ah, oh, you're killing me. I'm like, man, two times the daylight. Now it's like 30, just below 32, 31 degrees, something like that. So now I'm trying to figure out, oh, he only comes out 31 degrees. Right. Okay. okay. Now I'm trying to pick, put stuff together. Okay. Good, good, good. No problem. No problem. We fly home. I'm like, I got to hunt. But I just been away for a week. I got to do stuff for my business. So I had like two days of like crazy work. My yeah. guys hated me. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> you know, we're working 12 hours days today. Just, just get it done and yeah. then, you know, back at it. So, okay. No problem. Uh, hunted for a couple times. Uh, then now now Thanksgiving comes up. Thanksgiving. Great. I can't work during Thanksgiving. People get mad. You know, you're blowing leaves around the yard. Right. No problem. I hunt. Sat there at 930. It's warm. It's like 50 out now. It's like those days in, in November, you're just like, why is it so warm? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Nine o'clock. My wife texts me. We're going to my brother's in Maine. Get out of the tree now. Oh, come on, honey. You know, yeah, okay. yeah. a couple more hours. Like I'm, I'm like a three-year-old, you know, <laughs> I don't want to go. All right. No problem. I was like, she's like, fine. 930. You got to get out. Okay. So I leave. Climb down. It's 50. I'm like, no problem. I got this thing patterned. It knows. We go up to Maine, I think. And I, it was always right before or after, you know, dark. Same thing. 2.30 on Thanksgiving Day. It's 55, 60 degrees out. I get a text. There he is. Man, you got to be kidding me. All right. That's it. Now he really ticked me off. I was he's like, got you pegged. Yep. He's... <laughs> He knows. I'm like, he's, he, he sleeps up there. He watches me. Yeah. He knows. So now I'm thinking, I'm like, i got to change that. What am I going to do? I don't know. I'm like, that's it. I know it's just a travel route. You know, he, I think he, he, he must be eating some acorns on the way because he, he stops long enough. Yeah. But a lot of times his nose is on the ground. He's moving. You know, I get a blur. Yeah. But I can tell it's him. Um, I'm like, that's it. I'm going to sit all day, every day until he's dead. <laughs> That's it. Told my guys. I said, sorry, y'all get raises. I'm not working anymore. You got to do it. They said, okay, whatever. Fine. So I start sitting. Day one. Now we're getting close to gun season, too. So I'm like, okay, day one. I know the neighbor's gone hunting. I'm like, it's all over, you know? Yeah. Day three, day four, that other buck, you know, he knows I'm not hunting him. Yeah. He's all over the place. Taking pictures of him. That that, That made the time go better, though. I'd see... I'd see that one. There was a spike. These hang out. Um, some does would come through. You know, yeah, it's it, yeah. it, 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 a decent amount of deer in the area. It's, yeah. it's, it's fun to watch them, making the time go good. I think I think it went down to like, I think it was seven days, and then it turned into. And then we had a Sunday, and then Monday was the first day of gun season. I get up. This is a bow only spot. Okay, I'm not allowed to use gun there. Yeah. Um, okay. No problem. I do this all the time. Yeah. No shotgun. No problem. Go up, sitting in the stand. That other eight point comes out. You know, he's 
hanging out, my buddy. Um, he goes off around two o'clock. I hear crash, crash, crash up in the woods. I'm like, look down. Here comes two orange pumpkins. You know, <laughs> these two old guys and the neighbors. They walk up. I, I thought they were gonna walk right up to me. I don't know. I got my orange on anyway. I gotta wear it. But they walk up the hill. Up they go. This is right where he comes out. I'm like, no, no, it's all over. Yeah. Again, all over. <sighs> they go up there. Somehow that eight-pointer had come back around. He skirted them somehow. I don't know how they didn't shoot him. But uh, he come back around, and then he must be bedding right behind me. No problem. He's through. Gets dark. I don't see them come down. They must come down after dark. I'm like, all right, well, just got to keep going. Yeah. Didn't seem like I was bothering them here. You know, I got permission. Yeah. They they must have permission on the other side. No problem. Okay. Whatever. So the next day I go in super early. Um, I think it was like, oh, jeez. It was raining. I go in super early. I pull in. There's a deer standing there. I'm like, great. Now what? I can't even get out of the car. Right. To get dressed. Because I do that out in the woods. And there's a deer standing there. Just eating acorns. I'm like, go away. But I don't want to scare it because you know right. the other deer is going to be right, you know. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah. wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. Eventually, okay, walks off, you know. Okay, good. Now it's getting light out. I'm like, yeah, be kidding me. I'm like, it's late. I'm like, oh, it's gun season. It's raining a little bit, you know. So I get out, um, throw my clothes on. I got a big umbrella that I put on the tent so I change out the clothes. Now I'm going nuts here. Um get up in the tree i wait the first light because now it's past time where i can sneak in there. i'm like i'll just wait the first light and i'll hunt my way in right so i hunt my way in tree to tree still hunt terrible still hunter by the way I'm, i don't, <laughs> I don't move well through the woods but you know i can ease my way up yeah got to the stand climb the stand it's drizzling you know misty nasty stuff you know like uh, trying to dry my arrows uh, okay whatever so I was sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. Nothing's happening. I'm not even seeing, you know, usually that eight point would have come out by now. Right. I'm like, he's not even out moving. I'm like, this is awful. What the heck? Sitting there. I'm like, I should probably go to work even though it's raining. It's warm out. <sighs> Got to stay here. Got to stay. Not moving. Not doing it. I'm texting my buddy Glenn. I said, hey. He's like, uh. He had shot a real nice 206-pound, or no, 198-pound uh, nine-point or something like that two days prior or something like that, and he was sitting out in the same spot, and he's like, yeah, I'm he had to go to work, and he's like, yeah, I went to work. I didn't see anything this morning either. Now I'm like, oh, more people aren't seeing everything. I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen anything either, and I was texting him. I look up, and I see a brown body come down the hill. Just so, real quick. It was short. Wasn't very – I'm like, oh, no, I lied. I, that doe coming. You know, I'm like, huh, well – it's a deer. Yeah. Great. Something to pass the time. It's like, uh, must have been 8 o'clock. Right around 8 o'clock. And I'm, okay. I stand up because I'll try to film. I'll try to film her. You know, yeah. keep, you know, I got one of them big visors that keeps the rain out of my face. And so I'm filming, you know, this and that. Da -da 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 -da. Man, that thing comes down out of the brush. All I saw was one hook of an antler. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's that deer. I'm like, <gasps> I don't have my bow. I don't have nothing. I'm like, <laughs> All right, well, I'll just have to do this. Okay, it's it's moving in a good clip. I think I think uh, gun hunters must have pushed it out. Yeah, uh, they were probably doing a drive or something. They're pushing a swamp, and, and I mean it was it was moving with with intent to get out of there. Right. 
Um, didn't want to be there, I don't think. Um, so anyways, it, it, it comes, it hangs up a little bit right in front of me uh, the day before, or two days before that, that eight-pointer was hanging around. He had he had spotted me in the tree, and, you know, I'm trying to video, you know, eh, I'm not that tiny. I, yeah. I stick out pretty bad. Um, but I, I had pulled, like, this branch from the other tree that was in front of me, and I pulled this branch, and I zip-tied it to my – now I got this little nest. You know, I'm hidden a little better. I can do a little better filming. And, yeah. You know, if I'm not going to, you know, get some better fi- footage. But uh, – <laughs> So I'm sitting there. I come the full draw. He comes in maybe 10 yards, 15 yards in front of me. He's standing there. I'm like, I just screwed myself. I, I got my no pin <laughs> right on him in between these branches. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> and he just pauses. I mean, it's, it, felt, it felt like 19 minutes. Oh, I'm sure. You know, he just kind of like pause. He's looking left. He's looking right. You know, he's kind of like, which way should I get out of here? Yeah. Um, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like. I didn't know what the, I was gonna like try to jump and I, I shoot. I don't know what I was gonna do, but and then all of a sudden he just for some reason he made a right hand turn, went around this other tree and squirted some bushes. He ended up going right six yards to the left of me, right on the tip of that tree that I had knocked down. I don't think I stopped him. I don't know what happened. Bow went off. <laughs> it, right there. He, he big jump, buried into the ground, hauled ass that way. Yeah. Straight toward all the houses. <laughs> all right. That's a great feeling. Yeah. Well, no, it was. I, I well, shot, yeah. I, I no. don't care. I'll pull them out of the pool. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you know, it's uh, – I, I, I just – I was just like – Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, I, 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 I text my buddy Glenn. I'm like, I just killed him. I just killed him. I just I, – I killed him. And he had known, known what I was after. And he goes, come on. I'm like, no. It wasn't a doe. For real? I should have taken a snapshot. Of the, it was a little more flagrant than that. I'm but, sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, now I'm just like, okay, it's raining. I'm like, I know where I hit him. I know I got, I, I punched his heart out the bottom of his chest. Yeah. I know he's – because it was straight down. I, so I aimed a little higher and, and put it right down through his armpit. But, I mean, I, there's a puddle of ground, blood on the ground. I got, you know, my arrow's coated. I mean, I can see it from my trees. It's just a splat. On the ground, I'm like, this thing's dead. Where it's dead, I don't know, but it's dead. I'm like, good. What do I do now? It's 8 o'clock. Shotgun season. I don't know. You know. Um, not that I'm worried. Actually, it's probably a good thing they went toward the house because there's nobody hunting that way. You know, this way, yeah, but not that way. Okay. So I climb down. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm leaving. Get in the car because I don't take trucks. Um, drive away. As I leave, it pours. It poured for an hour and a half. I come home, all flustered. You know, I try to watch a movie. Usually it's two hours, you know, watch a movie. And yeah. I couldn't do it. I'm sitting there and pacing, you know. That's it. I'm going back. So I get my, you know, backpack, you know, my license and my drag rope. Yeah. And I grab the ice fishing sled to pull them out and uh, binoculars, water, you know, my, my drag kit, yeah. you know. <laughs> So I go up there, and I'm like, okay, here's where I shot him. Okay, I don't even bring the bow. It's, I know it's dead. So yeah. I start walking, start walking. I'm like, man, I'm not finding blood. All the blood is washed away. I'm seeing, like, little little puddles of Kool-Aid and leaves that are crisped up, you know? Yeah. Um, just from being washed away. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Now, 30 yards behind my stand, there's a big scrape. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's what he's coming through hitting every time. You know, I had no idea it was there because I never really, you know, scouted back that way because right. there's houses and stuff. You know, I don't, you know. So I'm like, all right. So that's 
that puts that piece of the puzzle together. Yeah. You know, that's why I was able to get him on camera so much. And so I'm just looking for that, and I'm just going. I'm like, this is going to be a body hunt. I can't get any blood. I'm like, I know he's hit good. So now I'm just glassing, glassing, glassing. And I just keep walking and, you know, glass, glass, glass. It was easy enough. He was right right over. There's like a little dip, and up on the other side, there he is. I can see the antler sticking up. I'm like, he went, he went 50, 60 yards. Yeah. That, all done. Up. You know, didn't even, didn't even make it close to the houses. I'm like, whew. You know, I'm like, first of all, I'm, I'm on, on my knees. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. This is great. I love it. Now I'm like, how do I get him out of here? Yeah. I'm like, I just shot the biggest buck of my life. What do I do? I don't know. So I'm like, well, because I know there's other hunters in the area, and they're probably after him. I'm like, all right, first thing, tag it. Fill up my tag. Oh, it's raining out. You think I could, oh, my goodness. The, the pen's bleeding all over. I'm like, well, it's, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so everything's soaking wet. You know, I'm, I tape it to I'm taking pictures of the tag on the deer. Just make sure it's all legal. You know, I'm like, look, I didn't touch it. I tagged it. You know, make sure everything's right. You know, you don't want anything yeah. go wrong and lose your deer. Like, I'm, oh. So, anyway, and then it just happened that, like, um, the people's house I was at, the, the, the lady doesn't like to see the dead deer. She likes her deer, but she doesn't like tags. And she says, oh, if you get one, just don't take it out in front right. of me. And it just happened. She was away. I come back down, and the and the owner's there. He goes, hey, uh, how's it going? I'm like, oh, pretty good. I'm like, it's going great. <laughs> really goes, good. He goes, did you get one? I go, yeah. He's like, did you, is it a big one? I'm like, yeah. He's like, pretty big. <laughs> and uh, so he's like, oh, could I see it? I'm like, absolutely i was like so i can drag it out right now he goes oh yeah I'm like cool so i go up there i mean it was quick i you know it was all downhill it was yeah. pretty easy drag uh put it in the ice fishing sled I, I i pretty much rode it down the hill on a thing <laughs> up and over the stone wall and uh you know i got some ramps right up into the truck and you know showed it to him and then off off i went um came back home i, I got all my deer at home here i don't got them in the woods um i don't like leaving entrails and everything around especially in, especially in populated areas you know dogs can get into yeah, them and, you know yeah. just just the whole aspect of it um i put them in, i got a coyote pile out back and i put it out there but i uh, brought it home got it out and then uh called my father-in-law over and you know i told him i shot a little eight point and he comes in you know oh <laughs> it's pretty good yeah but uh that was that was that i mean it was pretty cool how big was that one uh, he is he was 179 pounds um, on December 2nd. So he's pretty rutted out. Yeah, you know, the yeah. skin was just loose around him. I got, I'll, I'll show you some other trail cam pictures. I mean, he was, he, he's easy over 200 in the, in the summertime. Um, but, uh, the, the antlers went, uh, 186 and three eighths inches, but that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> and there, and there it is now on my wall. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that was a great day. And that was during shotgun too. Shot, huh? Yeah, second day, second day of shotgun. I'm, I'm, I'm sure guys pushed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, you know, because um, he was moving, you know, on a trot. Um, so whoever that was, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool, you know. It, yeah. you, you think you have it all figured out, and then you don't realize there's a scrape behind you, right. and he's going to, and you don't realize things, and you know. So there's always other stuff you got to worry about yeah and you never probably you probably never would have known that if you hadn't shot him exactly yeah yeah because yeah. oh. it was it was on and, and it was on a whim too so you always got to keep your eyes open right and and be able to change your setup and, right and, and and go after something you know yeah uh, get aggressive if you have to don't be afraid to change it yeah. that's right yeah for sure yeah. for sure um like i said you could have every plan in the world you know think you have it 
deer dead to rights. Like, that deer's mine. It's going to get shot. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Doesn't happen. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you got to have the ability to change. That's all it is. Um, plans A through Z, and then, and then options on each one of them. You see the potholes and the roads. I see the place that I call you see the backwards civil life and I see freedom and peace of mind. Not much in common, I agree, but you'd feel the same if you could see. Just take a minute and look around. And through the eyes of a small town. And through the eyes of a small town. Sacrifice don't cross your mind, and it probably never will. You see the flags and think you lie, and make no connection between your world and those men who fought and died. You see the potholes and the roads, I see the place that I call home. You see the and I see freedom and peace of mind Not much in common, I agree But you'd feel the same if you could see Just take a minute and look around and Through the eyes of a small town and Through the eyes of a small town Sunset and sunrise You know that you can't buy more time You don't take what you ain't earned You learn life and love can sometimes hurt You see the potholes and the roads I see the place that I call home You see the backwards simple life And I see freedom and peace of mind you come and I agree but you'd feel the same if you could see just take a minute and look around and through the eyes of a small town and through the eyes of a small town